Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Worst Willy Wonka kid. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. I never thought my life could be anything but catastrophe, but suddenly Grandpa, I begin to see really good luck for me. Grandpa, you don't have any pants on, I Grandpa. I got a golden ticket. Grandpa. Shake, shake, shake. Grandpa, oh, stop shaking. I oh. got a golden twinkle in my... Hold on, let me tie my shoe. Oh, 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 I can see your, your old man junk. I never had a chance to shine, never a happy song to sing. Jumping jacks. Oh, but suddenly no. half the world is mine. What an amazing thing. That's drunk Grandpa Joe. Yeah, Grandpa Joe. What happened? You know who I feel bad for in that movie? Who? The other three grandparents. The ones who aren't liars? Yeah. The ones who are actually sick? Maybe if they all stood up and just cracked their back. Yeah. Where do they want to go? What would make them happy? I don't know. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory makes Grandpa Joe happy. Yeah. I like the idea that for one of them it's like, just anywhere but here. <laughs> Give me I idea. just want to go anywhere but right here where I am. You were always my favorite. <laughs> now get me out of here. <laughs> no, Grandma. Come on, sneak your grandmother out the window, right? Grandma, I'm not, I'm not taking you out the window. That's a good chap. Right up the chimney then, all right? Up the chimney? Wait, right. you want to go out the window or up the, up or down, Grandma? Which Take way you want to go? As long as it's out, I don't care what direction we go. Jeez, Grandma, where'd you get a sidearm that big? Just listen to me. This is to protect us, okay? Okay, where are we going? Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would watch that. What's it called when it's not a sequel, but there's like a point early in the movie that's the same jumping off point? Like, oh, where it like keeps coming instead of back like a, to? Instead of, well, no, I mean like there's no movies that do that. Like there's there's prequels, yeah. there's sequels, but are there like equals? Are, equals? Yeah. yeah, there would be an equals. That would be good. Yeah. To say like, all right, you to saw just, this story. So now you we'll- you watch the first scene is the same. Yeah, and then you watch uh, you just follow a totally different character. It's like a Rashomon. I like it, right? I like that idea a I lot. I like calling them equals. Let's make one. Let's right? make a series of equals. We can make a series of equals. The first one we're going to make, Auntie M. Yes. Right? What happened to her? She's- when that tornado shows up, oh, what happened to Annie M? Yeah. How did they survive? How did they pick up the pieces? Yeah. How long was she out? What if she was fighting Transformers? <laughs> like that's what caused the tornado? The dark of the moon. Yeah. It, it was like it was just full on like anti M versus the tornadoes while Dorothy was off in Oz. <laughs> She's an Oz. Come with me. I need you to come with me, Auntie M. Emily Whitwicky. We need the Allspark. Put the Allspark in my chest, Auntie M. Do it. Equals. Equals. This is an equal. I think this is a great idea. By the way, uh, I've just totally outed myself to our listeners by who probably heard glass tinkling in a, in a, uh, yeah, you have ice a, tinkling in a glass right now. You're having a little drink. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, it is late at night. We've been going at this for a while because yes. we've got to do how many 16 episodes before need, I leave town? We need 12 episodes total. <laughs> we record one today. So we need 10, five more times we have to get together to yeah. record two episodes. I have to get to get together. Yes, we get. I do enjoy this. I do, do too. Do you? 
I do. Do you like doing a show with I do like doing okay. a show with you. Okay. Somebody was like, you guys are going to go crazy for how much you have to do in a short period of time. I'm like, no, no I love This it. is what we would just and be we doing if we were – each other a bunch. Yeah. yeah. And also we would just be doing that if we were driving around in the car. Just, yeah. We do need to do an episode where we're just driving around doing that. I know. Maybe we'll do one before you leave town. Before we leave town. Before I leave town, let's do one of those because we never did do the best uh, fast food burger best or fast, fast food, food fries yeah, where we were going to go around and do it. We have to find a Saturday to do it. All right. Well, look, we'll we're out. just doing the logistics now, but Let's we're doing it about on it. the mic. No problem. You guys we're want to know here. how the sausage gets made, right? Yeah, but we're not here to talk about sausage getting made. That's right. We are here to talk about, look, you know yes. that I love a category that begins, what's the worst? Yes. Uh, worst font being one of them. Yeah, we haven't done a ton of the worst Christmas song. Worst Christmas song, easy. That's where this is headed eventually, is going around and doing all the worsts. Yeah. But, uh, we're, you know, we're still doing it. We're not going to make you wait that long. No. Today we are going to dive into the classic film, not the remake. No. Uh, which is fine if you like that sort of thing. Yeah. I never saw it all the way through because I was like, my Willy Wonka is Gene Wilder. Yeah. I can't, I have yeah. seen a perfect version of it. I'll watch it all the time. Thank exactly. you to Corinne Easterbrook for this. Thank you, topic. Corinne. This is a great topic. Yeah. Who is the worst <laughs> kid? Yeah. On worst kid uh, that visits Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, the worst kid to get a golden ticket. Yes, like if we if we were going to steal a golden ticket to go, who should we steal it from? Yes, who would we replace? And we're not going to include Grandpa Joe, who we've established is a liar. <laughs> how like, is he a liar? To, he Remind seems me to be how, he lies. how sick he is. He's like real spry, real fast. Oh, is real that fast. why you think he's a liar? Just because? Yeah, he just seems like uh, you think he's like. You think he's about to like fade away like Yoda and Return of the Jedi when you first meet him. And then he's like, Oh, let me just do this. Oh, I'm fine. But you don't think that that's, that the idea of getting to visit the chocolate factory reinvigorated the child within and that's what woke him up? No, he's sick. I think he could get a little energy from it, but he seems to be like fully healed by it. My doctor that I go to here in Los Angeles always says that, uh, whenever I get sick, it's just that the inner child within is being suppressed. What's your doctor's name? Uh, Dr. Feelgood? Mm. Dr. Dr. Feelgood actually oh. is F-E-L-G-U with an umlaut D. How does he make you feel? All right. All right. Well, yeah. then I guess it's okay. Maybe it does work. We'll, we'll excuse Grandpa Joe from that. <laughs> there are five main kids. Yeah. We've got, uh, Charlie Bucket. We've got Violet Beauregard, Veruca Salt, Mike TV, and Augustus Gloom. Yeah. A gloop, right? G-L-O-O-P? Gloop. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just have a nasally Philadelphia <laughs> voice. <laughs> Augustus oh. Gloom. Oh. Uh, I was, I have to tell you real quick. Please. Uh, I did a Philly moment today that dead stopped a conversation. Oh boy. Yeah. I was doing, uh, I did a couple episodes of Alchemy This. Yeah. Uh, great comedy improv podcast, uh, Kevin Pollock's show. And, uh, someone said that I was, uh, someone endowed my character with Philadelphianness. Yeah. And I mentioned that I was eating, uh, I was eating, a, he said, he's, we gonna eat a cheesesteak now or something along this line. He said, yeah, whiz wit. Uh. And it shut the conversation down. No one knew what the hell I was talking oh, about no. when I said whiz wit. And I thought, wow, how Loveland has ruined improv for me. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you did the right thing. By the way, listeners, if you have not listened to the show enough, uh, what is wrong with you? A and B whiz wit means. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Boy, we're really 2020 is the year we come out swinging. Yeah, we're swinging now. Look, I told you I poured myself a little cocktail. <laughs> sometimes, which, which, by the way, I've had two sips out of, so I cannot yeah. blame that. <laughs> sometimes daddy needs to relax. Yeah. 
Was there a problem with it? I never thought that I would be. <laughs> oh no, Grandpa! <laughs> but Wizwit means a. What to tell everybody what Wizwit means? Uh, when you were ordering your cheesesteak from Philadelphia, we covered this, I think, in best cheesesteak, but it's mm-hmm. worth refreshing. Maybe you haven't sure. heard that one for all those people that haven't heard it. You which, fools! Yeah, you Go fools! Listen. Fly, you fools! Yeah, your order uh, of a cheesesteak starts with the type of cheese you want. So mm-hmm. in this case, Wiz is cheese Wiz. That yeah. is a standard cheese, provolone, American, whatever. Hold cheese on a day. second. I will give you that a cheesesteak is delicious with cheese whiz on it. I don't know if outside of Philadelphia, cheese whiz is considered a, quote, standard cheese. In Philadelphia, it is the standard cheese for a cheesesteak. For cheese the sandwich, steak. gotcha. For the, for the sandwich, not everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then the wit is the word with, and it refers to fried onions. So you get it wit or wit out. Yeah. So whiz wit means you know, I want cheese whiz. And I want – It's uh, just the, the onions? onions on I it. thought it was onions and peppers. No. You can order – you can say whiz wit uh, – Maybe you would say onions and peppers then. You can't get peppers on it. Would you say whiz-wit and then add an additional with? Would you say whiz-wit with peppers and mushrooms? Oh, maybe so. Would you use two withs? Or you'd say give me a mushroom. Give me a uh, mushroom steak with whiz. And then that generally will have that. All right. You don't walk up to the front and go, um, oh, it's my first time here. Can I get (laughs) a – a, a steak and cheese sandwich. <laughs> Mayonnaise. <laughs> get out. I'm sorry. Get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. What are you doing? Go away. <laughs> Why We're not here to talk about Philadelphia. We should be. Why We're talking about all, London. Wouldn't it be great if there was one Philly kid? Okay, <laughs> yeah, look at all this chocolate everywhere. I can't believe how lucky I am. Uh, which, how many kids? So there were two American kids. Two American kids. Right, and it was uh, the two girls. Violet, no, Violet Beauregard and Mike TV were both American. Oh, Mike TV. That's Augustus right. Veruca Salt is, uh, is English. And then, and then uh, Veruca Salt is mm-hmm. English. Mike TV is an American kid. Yes. And Vi- I keep Violet Hers Beauregard. is the name that I keep forgetting, Violet Beauregard. Yes. So, now, we can't let, before we talk about the kids. Yes. I don't think we can talk about the kids being bad without talking about their parents. Okay. Because Roald Dahl, in creating this book, seemed to be creating more of a caution for parents than look how bad these kids are that we're going to torture. Yes, that's fair. Which exemplified in the movie by the songs that the Oompa Loompas sing. Yeah, a lot of the parents are enablers. Certainly, mm-hmm. Veruca Salt's father is the worst. She spoiled, he spoiled her rotten. Right. To the point where she gets her ticket by having his entire factory worth of workers opening bars to try and find the golden ticket. Right. He's playing a numbers game. Right. But they're all enablers, all of the parents. Mike TV's mom lets him watch whatever he wants, lets him run roughshod. She seems like the most frazzled. Like It's not that Mike TV's mom is enabling. It's just that she's given up trying to discipline him. Exactly. She's not enabling him. She's just like, ugh. This kid, I can't even. He's a pretty terrible kid, too. Yeah. Like, no relationship with his mother at all. It's just whatever's on TV. He wants to be – like, he loves Westerns, Mm -hmm. of course, and that is his downfall is the camera that transports him and shrinks him down. Yeah. And then we've got – you've got Violet Beauregard, whose dad – what is he? He's like a used car salesman or something? Yeah. He's got that vibe about him. Yes, yes. He's a used car salesman. We'll get back to her because – She's rude. You know, chewing gum is not – rude. That's her thing. Because she chews gum all the time. But that's – I think general rudeness is a thing, but if it's just that she chews gum, guys, I chew gum. Like, but uh, she's all the time, you know, they're they're like, what do you get when you chew too much gum? Yeah. Walk 
walking around and you're chewing that gum. Is that that was a bad verse? That was a that was that a, they wrote. Yeah. I don't. That wasn't me. You I didn't, didn't write that. No, I didn't make that up. They did. How? What do you get when you lie to your podcast partner? You walk around and chew some gum. See, I made it no. better. Oh, well, all right. Well, um, so I'm not sure how her dad is necessarily an enabler. In that, it's just maybe it's just brashness. He's almost a neglectful parent, and that he's more interested in like the salesmanship of it of it mm-hmm. all and drumming up business than he is excited for his yeah. daughter that she's there. So uh the opposite then of Veruca Salt's dad, mm-hmm. uh, who is everything is about my baby girl Veruca, my yes. baby girl Veruca. Yeah. And he can't say no. At any time he stopped saying no such a long time ago that when he even offers an alternative, then she goes, I want it now. Yeah. He's like, Veruca, um, dear, this is unreasonable. And then she's like, I want it now, daddy. Oh, right, Walker. Yeah. <laughs> when he pulls out his checkbook. What's it going to take? How much for one of these Oompa Loompas? Uh. He tries to buy an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> he tries to buy a person. Yes. They're people. They're people. Oh, man, this guy. From remote land. Yeah. Loompa land. Loompa land. What was the predator that was trying to get them? The Loompa beast. What? No, clearly, neither of us has watched this in a little while. But we know it. Uh, clearly, we yes. we decided on this topic not long ago because it was ago. just recommended. Yes. Um. But this seems like to both of us such a beloved movie that we know it so well. We That's, know these. Yes. Like it's. I've seen. It's one of those movies that if it comes on, of course, I'm going to watch it to the end. Absolutely. I'm sorry. You looked like you were about to say something. What? No, I was going to say each of these children have a flaw. Mm-hmm. So it's the chewing gum. It's watching too much TV. It's. Uh, being a spoiled brat. And now let's talk about the one we haven't talked about, Augustus Clue. He's gluttony. He's, he is, he represents, is he the only one that straight up just represents a deadly sin? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that people have looked into like the book and drawn parallels. We're doing this all on the fly, people. Yeah. So I don't know about any, um, deep Joseph Campbell criticism that's happened about this, but, he does represent the deadly sin of gluttony. The yes. only line from his – the only thing I remember about his parent is his mom uh, who goes with him to the factory. Yeah. Saying, Augustus, please, save some room for later. Yeah. Which also is super enabling. Yeah. She seems it's like not, an enabler as well. That's not your chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat too much. Yeah. It's save room for later when you can steal more chocolate. You're developing unhealthy eating habits. Yeah. You're going to get stuck in a tube. This will follow you around your entire life. Yeah, you might get type 2 diabetes. <laughs> is it diabetes or is it diabetes? Diabetes. I think that's right. You're going to get I diabetes. Watch, look, I watch a lot of Wilford Brimley. Yeah. And Wilfred Brimley called it diabetes. Yeah. You know, he was the same age in the firm. Yeah. That Tom Cruise is now. What? And they look completely yeah. different. He, well, he was the old man when he was little and Tom Cruise is going to be a young man when he's old. That's right. He'll die a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like Benjamin Button. <laughs> he will die a baby. Poor Augustus. Then he said, poor Augustus. He has an entire room where he can eat almost anything. Mm-hmm. He can't drink from the chocolate river he's told not to mm-hmm. and then he goes and drinks out of the chocolate river each of these children by the way are we disobeys- going to do these are we going to do this in order of disappearance we we let's can. do it we're talking about we augustus can. now but let's also be clear we've we've, that- we've cleared we've talked about the parents we've talked about the role of the parents at least a little bit initially sure mm-hmm. there's also slugworth 
who turns out to be an employee of Wonka. Right. Spoiler alert, the movie's been out for uh, almost 50 60 years. years. 50 yeah. years, yeah. Each of the children is confronted with probably the same idea, which is bring me the everlasting gobstopper or whatever mm-hmm. that I will pay you to essentially steal mm-hmm. secrets. Charlie's the only one who passes that test, but he's also the only one who really gets the chance because mm-hmm. the thing he does that he's not supposed to do, they get fizzy out lifting of drink. fizzy lifting drink. But yeah, let's go in order of each. Let's profile. So we've, we've talked about Augustus Gloop a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's he's, stick with Augustus while we're, while we're, while we're, we got to give, uh, we don't want to give short shrift to any of these uh, no. kids. I, I appreciate overeating. Sure. Look, I get who's it. Done it. We both have done we it. We both have done it. You gonna you and I have both dealt with our weight our entire lives. Yes. You, by the way, what was the first thing I said to you when you walked into my apartment? That I look thinner. Like visibly thinner. You look great. Thank Not you. Not that thinner is necessarily better, no, but, but I'm trying to be healthy. But you're trying to be, you're trying to lose weight and you're succeeding. So I weigh more than I would like. We're not here right. to, to fat shame. No. Augustus Gloop, but he does eat in an unhealthy way. Right. And he also does in a room full of treats, he does the one thing that he is told not to do. Right. It's not enough for him. Yeah. There's a greediness to it. That's – I think that's – I think you hit the nail on the head with it's not enough. Yeah. To be given this perfect paradise of a room and to be told you can't have one element of it, that is what's sticking in his craw. That's what – what Augustus can't have is what Augustus goes straight for. But he can't – it's not, he doesn't commit the worst crime because I think that that in general what he does they all break a rule right mm-hmm. they all do something they're not supposed to mm-hmm. that gets them eliminated or they have to go be worked on in his case they have to stuff it they have to get him out of the chocolate processing purification process right. that they go through but every kid sin, every kid has a sin. Every kid has a an original sin, yeah. a rule break, and a punishment. Yes. Would that be fair to say? Yes. I would say his original sin, while it could be very damaging to himself, it's probably the least damaging to everybody else around him. Right. Eating too much is only going to – it's not going to hurt anybody but him. Yeah. And, you know, they talk about it. What do you get when you load up on sweets? Eating as much as an elephant mm-hmm. eats. They're saying it's bad to overeat. Mm-hmm. No, no judgment on his body size once again. That idea of eating too much is a little bit of judgment on his clothes. Isn't he in Lederhosen? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, that's a cultural, <laughs> that is a that is cultural clothing. That also might have just been 1960s American movie directors going, Hey, uh, wait, we got German kid in this. All right. Put him in Lederhosen. We got an American kid in this. All right. Dress him up like a cowboy. We got a little British girl in this. All right. Put her in a little, uh, you know, British schoolgirl dress. Oh. And we got a, uh, we got a, I don't know. Again, Violet Beauregard is the uh, the enigma. She's another U.S. Yeah. like a little. But US give her down a checkered jacket. And thank God. Anyway, sorry, we were talking about Augustus. Thank God they didn't get Mickey Rooney. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think his sin ultimately is not as harmful to other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe none of them are. None of them really. Well. Are. I mean, the, the vanity and selfishness level of Veruca Salt is going to be harmful. If it's not already been harmful to other people, to yeah. her peers, it's going to be harmful to somebody. So his gluttony seems pretty innocuous by comparison. Yes. It's less of a public nuisance. I can say right now, Augustus Gloop is not the worst kid. I agree. And his punishment is, I mean, pretty amusing. That he just gets sucked up into a tube. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He falls into the river and gets sucked yeah. up into one of the tubes. 
and then they have to blast him out of there. Yeah, which is in the movie hilarious. Yes. Yeah. In real life would be terrifying. Sure. <laughs> Isn't that the fear every time you go to a water park? What? That what you're going to be like, that you're going to wind tube. up like the, the money shooter in the, at the bank where you put yeah. the tube in. It's like, and it just takes off. Yeah. You get stuck in there. Wait, you thought, hold on. Hmm? Look, Hal, I know we've struggled with our weight before. Yeah. But buddy, did you ever really actually think you were going to get stuck in the tube ride at a water park? It's crossed my mind. I don't think about it that much. The but diameter of those things is enormous. It's sort of like being afraid of an elevator. Like there's really nothing yeah. to be afraid of, but. The, well, there's something to be afraid of. Elevators have, elevators have dropped and killed people before. Nobody except that dude in the Guinness Book of World Records could stop up the diameter of yeah. a water park tube. That's true. I guess my bigger fear as a kid was that one of the panels would be missing and I'd fall through to my death. <laughs> and that is for, for real or sometimes. Yeah, but you know what? If that were the case, just don't be first. Or the curves where it's open. You just go shooting out. And you kind of, you know, you kind of like rock as you go down. You kind of like go up against the walls. I was for sure heading out of there and going to die. Like I did not trust physics at all. Wasn't even aware at a younger age of what laws of, what properties of physics would keep me where I was. I'm still not sure I do now. 100%. What do you think is the maximum age for going to a water park? Death. Really? I think it's okay to go anytime. As long as you can physically do it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just felt like I loved them as a kid. You don't want to go anymore? I kind of don't want to go anymore because like the more like it's just like the water just seems grosser. Well, yeah, it's a lot of pee. You know it's what like I mean? 70% like pee. as a kid, I guess as a kid like there are there are gross things about a water park. Yeah. That I guess didn't really factor in when I was a kid. Okay. But as I've gotten older, have become more and more of a factor. All right. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. But look, if you like going to them as an adult, more power to you. I have been fun to with one. your hepatitis. I haven't been to one in years. <laughs> I, I think I, the last time I went to one was uh, was sophomore year of college. I don't know. So it was 19. I think it's been longer for me. Yeah. I like the idea of going. We went when look, we were. You and I should. Let's go to one. I'm down. We'll wow. be the dudes that we'll do it. We'll be the dudes that wear t-shirts in the water. Let's go. When you get back into town, we'll go. <laughs> All right. Uh when Jennifer and I were in Nashville this past fall, we went to Opryland, mm. which has a water park in it. Yeah, Opryland's amazing. And we went to the water park just to look around at it, mm-hmm. just to see it. And it was kind of cool to be like, oh, this would be fun. Yeah. Being a lazy river. The lazy river I do slide. Love. Those are full of urine. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'm just I don't know why I don't know why I got this weird thought in my head that I'm too old for them. You know what I mean? I mean, for God's not. sake, I sat on I sat on Santa's lap two years ago at Macy's in New York with Katie. <laughs> what did you ask Santa for? My wallet back. <laughs> New York, <laughs> New York, New York. A hell of a town. The Bronx is up, and Santa will steal your wallet. <laughs> All right, so. That's, uh, we've covered Augustus, yep? Yes. All right. So who was the next one to go? By the way, I want to say something to, uh, Charlie Bucket out there. Charlie Bucket, don't think that we're talking about, when we talk about the worst kid uh, that goes to Willy Wonka's factory, don't think that we're talking about four kids. There are five kids on this list. Your hands are not clean in this. You first agreed to Slugworth's plan, and then you decided, that you were going to betray Slugworth, like the guy that you were betraying Willy Wonka with, like you're a, you're a, 
shady double agent, my friend. Not to mention the fizzy lifting drink and your shady grandpa with his pretending to be sick. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just went well. <laughs> we do have to give consideration to Charlie in this. This is true. No, we do have to talk about him. He's not the worst. He's the best because he wins. And he's the yeah, he, he is the best. I mean, the, come on. Obviously, he gets to ride in the Wonka Vader. Yeah, the I was really just get that. No, by the way, that Wonka Vader. If I was ever in an elevator that did that, I would be terrified. <laughs> if it just <laughs> shot out the roof and then flew over the city. Yeah, like this. You're not controlling this. Yeah. What is what? What puppet master has the strings of this thing? Yeah. Would he just get to burn up in the upper layers of the atmosphere? Is that what's going to happen here? Just try to kill us? The the real surprise is none of us get out of this alive. <laughs> do, 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 do. So after you've got a golden ticket. <laughs> You're gonna burn. Is it Charlie? raining? Is it snowing? <laughs> I love that monologue. Well, that is ha- that happens when they take the boat ride on the river, which mm-hmm. brings us to a room where everyone receives their everlasting gobstopper. Right, and, and that everybody- is also where they get the experimental gum. Violet Beauregard is next. Yes. Again, Violet's thing is just chewing gum? Well, she loves it so much. Chewing gum, obviously, a bigger deal in 1971 than it is now. Why would it have been been a bigger deal then? Because it was rude. It's considered rude to chew gum. Like Sitting there chewing like an ape. Oh, chewing. I guess like. Chewing gum is considered to be rude, like a lower class. Oh, maybe I'm just an ape. Activity. Oh, whoa. So wait a minute. This is like suddenly a class war going on. It's British. Jeez. So she. I am, look, I'm on her side then in all of this. Although it's not like she just picks up a piece of gum. It's gum they're not supposed to have that's not done yet. She's like, oh, that's gum. Gum's for me. And then she puts it in her mouth and starts eating it. And it tastes like tomato soup. And then Mm -hmm. it tastes like steak with a baked potato. And then it gets to the blueberry pie for dessert. And that's when she turns into a giant blueberry and has to be rolled out to be juiced. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like her flaw. Yeah. Again, was this a British made movie or does it just take place? It was made in England. Made, um, yeah, made in England. Okay. It feels like this movie is saying that her flaw is being American. Because everything she does is so sort of quintessentially American in the way that the Brits would view us as she's rude. She's rude and mouthy. She's not a bad kid. Yeah. She chews gum. She's uncouth. They're like, this isn't quite done yet. Give me that. I know better. Like that's right. She sort of represents Americana. Yeah. Oh, they all commit the same crime, which is using something they're not supposed to use. Right. Because of the thing that they're obsessed with. Right. Let's take a break here. Two kids gone, two kids to go. Well, you, no, are Charlie, we done with? Are we done with Violet? Let's, let's no finish up she, with Violet. There's no way she's the worst. She's one. not the worst. No, she's there's just no the way. most American. And you know what, Britain? Just because she's an American does not mean that she deserves to get turned into a giant blueberry. Taking Sorry, the very gum upset about does this. make her. I mean, I guess you're does, right. She does deserve it for that. But that's every nationality does that at less. Yeah, it's not uniquely American. So don't tread on me. I don't know. I feel like Violet Beauregard is Roald Dahl going like, Americans suck, am I right? <laughs> we reject it, Roald Dahl. Yeah. Let's take a break. Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Together, we're The Flophouse. A podcast where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Movies like Space Hobos, Into the Outer Reaches of the Unknown and the Things That We Don't Know, the movie, and also, Who's That Grandma? Zazzle Zippers. 
breakdown two and backhanded compliment. Elvis is a policeman. Baby Crocodile and the Happy Twins. Leftover Potatoes? Station Wagon 3. Herbie Goes to Hell. New episodes available every other Saturday. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your... Macho Man to the top rope. The Flying Elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion. We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Woke discussions, man. And jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices. Myself excluded. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Saturdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. And we're back. All right. Who do we have next? We have two more. Okay. We have Veruca Salt uh-huh. and Mike TV. TV, by the way, a little on the nose, right? Rolled. Come on. Roald. Yeah. Roald. Rolled. Rolled. Uh, Veruca is the next Our one dog. to go. That's right. She wants the golden goose. She wants the golden eggs. And uh, then she has, she's the only one who has her own song outside of Charlie. Right. That's true. Yeah. Don't care how I want it now. Yep. Yeah. And then she gets on the, the thing that measures the quality of the eggs. It says she's a bad egg. She's a bad and drops egg. Drops her down to shoot. Yeah. Where does the shoot end? So uh, the whole, the, none of these kids die. It's a garbage shoot, which leads to the furnace. Right. The idea is like, we got to act class. We got to get her now. Yes. Or else she's going to get burned up. Yes. Yeah, all of these kids, their, their comeuppance is not, in a non-fictional world, would kill them. Like, right. know, Augustus Gloop being shot through a pneumatic tube, Violet Beauregard inflating and turning blue and turning into a big blueberry. Yes. And Veruca Salt falling down a trash chute into an incinerator. Yes. All of these would kill a person. This is true. And may kill these kids. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. Them. We never see what happens. I'm just, you know what? At this point, should we just assume that the parents didn't get there in time? Yeah. I think it's safe to say. <laughs> it's way more interesting as a choice. Yeah. <laughs> that all of these kids are dead now. And they bear the guilt. Yeah. Of bringing their kids to this insane museum slash factory yeah. run by a hermit. I'd watch that equal. Who fakes an injury. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where are those equals? I want to see the equals for each of these yeah. parents. All of the parents just in a support group. <laughs> Tragedies. Oh yeah, they're all, it's them working out at like a support group. Yeah. Just talk. It's like my dinner with Andre. But yeah, I think intense. we just, I think we just wrote a one act play, Hal. Oh, so excited about right? it. Right. I'm really, really proud of us. Debuting now. Yeah. So everybody, before you finish listening to this episode, turn it off, go down to the TKTS booth in Times Square and make sure you get your tickets for, <laughs> For the uh, Willy Wonka Roundtable yeah. play. And there is a student rush. That's true. Student rush. Uh, $25 tickets, but you got to get there before 10 a.m. Yes. Hurry up. The line starts at like 7. And the lottery is very difficult, but you can try to enter online. Yeah, try. Good enter luck. online. Yeah. We come out and perform the one act for the people who are waiting. Yeah, we do it ham for ham style. Yeah. But we do the whole thing, which is probably dumb. That's why nobody comes into the theater. We're yeah, doing because we're just the doing the whole waiting, show. And then they all return them. I know. Ugh, we are bad at business. Let's talk about Veruca Salt. All right. The only kid that uh, wound up with a band named after her. That's right. right? She had a band named after her. That is true. Uh, she's the, I hate to call it, she's the worst she's kid. She's the worst. She's the absolute worst kid. She is the, she is a jerk 
from the second the movie begins yeah. until her untimely death. Yeah. Mike TV is obsessed with television. He wants to be on TV. He's so excited at the idea yeah. that he could be on television. I mean, good Lord, which of us in this room doesn't know what that's like? Yeah. We, we both there are know. only two people in this room, and both of us were, are obsessed with being on television. That's right. One of us is. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta say, being on television is really fun. He had the right idea. Mike TV is not wrong. Being on TV is great. Yeah. Sorry he didn't know how you got on TV. Yeah. I mean, he's a little dumb. Yeah. If he thinks that television just shrinks people down and puts them in your living room. Yeah, he's dumb. But you know what? This was bound to be his thing. Yes. Because his last name is TV. That's right. His last name is literally (laughs) T-E-E-V-E-E. That is lazy writing, Roald Dahl. Yeah. Either he gets transformed to a small version by a teleporting camera, or he gets crushed by a television. Yeah. It's a way better way to go to be shrunk Something's going to kill him. Up. Yeah. yeah. TV's going to kill him somehow. But people of the world. Are we already there? What time? How long have we been going? It's been 30 minutes. That's all it took? We knew this going in. Yeah. She's a real... I mean, but are She's people going to feel like jerk. they've been shortchanged with She's, such a short episode? You know what? You know what Veruca Salt wants? She wants us to make a decision now. I want it now. Yeah. Oh, she's the worst. Oh, you know that you've sat near Veruca Salt in an airplane or or at a restaurant or at a movie theater. Yeah. And it drove you crazy. Even if you're not part of the exchange going on, it it drives me nuts. Yeah. To hear that. Like that demand, that entitlement. And yes, it comes from the parents spoiling the kid. Mm-hmm. You, she can't bear all the blame. None of the kids can. Right. But she is the worst. She is the one I would least like to encounter in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. She would drive me crazy. Even if I had misophonia and the sound of somebody chewing made me like violently angry, <laughs> I would still rather hang out with Violet Beauregard than spend a second with Veruca Salt. Can I tell you something, Hal? Please. I just learned a new word. You did? Misophonia? I didn't know misophonia. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. I'm so glad. You don't like the sound of uh, people chewing, yes? I d- it's, it's that no, no, that's the thing. Misophonia, yeah. It's, yeah. It makes them like irrationally angry. Like you hear it, then you're just like, oh, I want to punch something. How did around. Weird Al never do? Oh, misophonia. Uh-uh, misophonia. You know, I'll ask him in Pensacola when I see him. I'm so bummed I can't go to Pensacola with I you know. now. I know, man. I was ex- I was like, it's one of those things like, I can't believe this is my life where I think, man, I really wanted to go hang out with Hal and Weird Al. <laughs> Hal and Al together That's again. Right. Finally. Anyway, please continue. You were <laughs> on a child. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> this Veruca Salt, just the worst, yeah. the dirt worst, mean to everybody around her. That's the thing is like the, how bad she is to everybody. Well, we had talked, else. To, we had talked before about Augustus and how his crime doesn't really hurt anybody but him. Yeah. Violet's crime maybe annoys other people. Mike yeah. TV's crime doesn't really hurt anybody but him. He's obsessed with television, whatever. Yeah. Maybe his mom, his frazzled mom who can't figure Ignores him out. Pe- yeah. They ignore people or yeah. too, too inwardly drawn, but she but is. But Veruca like- is. Actively a jerk to everyone she meets. She wants to speak to your manager. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. she's a Karen. Yeah, she's yeah. a total Karen. She's a total Karen. Veruca's a Karen. Listen, Veruca. I said it before. I'm never going to say it again. 
You're the worst kid at Willy Wonka. <laughs> the worst. Absolute worst. Asked and answered. Yeah. It's all there. Watch the movie about you. It's bad. It doesn't. You do not come off good at all, and you cannot blame editing. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I, that was it. No, no, keep going. Say I've, more terrible things about a kid. You behave <laughs> in a manner unbecoming a human being who has to interact with other human beings. Have you no shame? I hope, were you spared from that incinerator, that you learned a little something. And that maybe you go into the world with a little more kindness and compassion and a little bit less inward thought. But I bet that you were like, I wanted to be rescued now, is what happened when they pulled you out. And they all thought like, what if we put her back in there? Yeah, we should just put her back until incinerator day. Yeah, her father's not even back here yet. Yeah, dump her back in there. Oompa, loompa, dump her back here. <laughs> That's it. Ask that answered. Yeah, Worst Baruch kid. assault, clearly. You knew it going in, everybody. Yeah. Come on. But we've confirmed yeah. your bias. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yes. Yeah, our job is to take your prejudices and confirm them. You're... Welcome. This topic is settled, but That's we have right. so many more. That's right. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group is even better. That is where we got this topic. We went to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast and we looked around to see ones we liked. We saw a bunch of them and this is the one we pulled this time. Corinne Easterbrook. That could be, you could be the next Corinne Easterbrook. That's right. Uh, you know what I just realized in this what? moment? How that? that even though I've heard you say every week how to get to the Facebook group, we sat down to open up and try and figure out what topic we were going to do. And I asked you, how do I get to the Facebook group? And that's why we love you. <laughs> Thank you to producer Ken Bloom, researcher Kate McManus, QA engineer Jen Alba, and graphic designer Uri Kelman. And thank you, of course, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, for giving us a chance to sit here. And talk about how terrible, terrible these children are. <laughs> there is no life I know that compares to this life with Hal Lublin right here. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.